What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Fab, Freddie Fox, America's big brother, and we back with the Saturday Night Sit Down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Fab, Freddie Fox, America's big brother. And tonight we got NFL safety Donald Rutledge Jr., aka D Rut. What's going on, my man? What's good, what's good, what's good? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to see me tonight, man. I really, really appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, you know, so I've seen, um, you know, your conversation you had with my boy Romo on his podcast, What It Is, um, you know, and uh, I was really intrigued by your story of this going on, so I had to get you on here. Um, now, as I, I try to break it down to everybody here, so the whole purpose of my show, right, is, you know, we know a lot of in our community, we've seen a lot of, you know, kids grow up without their fathers and the importance of what, a, you know, a male role model has on their life and, you know, the, the, the good and the bad that they can go when they when they have somebody positive. And um, we lack that a lot in our community. So by sitting down with gentlemen like yourself who are successful out there living a dream, you know, really being a positive influence and showing that there is a different way, you know, I'd love to sit down with you guys and have a conversation and kind of shed some light on that to help the next generation coming up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um, my- no, oh, no, go ahead. Continue. No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm big on, you know what I'm saying, giving back to, to the youth, um, speaking to the next generation, just kind of, you know, lending that help ahead. No, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So I appreciate that. So when I sit down with everybody, right, my very first question to all the guys here, right, if you think about it for a moment, right, what do you think for you are some of the main characteristics or key qualities it takes to be a good person or a good man? Um, I feel like I feel like everybody kind of got to kind of come into their own. You know what I'm saying? You got to uh, it's, it's you got to it's I try to mold a model myself after positive influences that I've that I've encountered in my life. I mean, my sisters, um, maybe some positive influences from um, my mother, you know, just guys. I mean, it, it could be coaches. This would be, it could be like, I mean, just anybody. You just, you want to be real visionary, I say, and just kind of take the good and the bad that you see around you and just, and, and see, okay, I want to take this step in my life. I want to go this way. Oh, I see he's doing that. Let me kind of follow him, you know, just real, like be real visionary and understand what he's doing and how he got to where he is. So, like that's what I'm gonna put into my game. That's what if he's hard working, I'm gonna be hard working. Or if he's doing this in the classroom, I'm gonna do the same. So I think it was more so me just you know keep my mouth shut and just kind of seeing what's going on. So that's why I just say like just see, find a role model, find somebody even if they don't necessarily take you under the wing. If they're in a position where you want to be in life, I say you know just 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 kind of mold yourself after that. Yeah, and I think that's very key. Like you said, you know, being vigilant and aware and understanding what's going on and and really picking up. Yeah. I, like my, my dad, um, and I said this quite a lot, man, it wasn't it's not till, you know, as I got older where we really started having these conversations and kind of getting getting into these deep, deep things. Uh, but growing up, mostly I just had to watch and see the things that he was doing and kind of figure it out on my own. Um, right. You know, I've learned. Like little things, you know, how, how he treats my mom and how he, you know, takes care of her, you know, mm-hmm. like every morning, you know, ever since like growing up, I always remember he'd be the first one waking up, going to turn on her car, you know, she'd have her little cup of coffee on the railing when she comes out the bathroom, so her coffee's right there. 
um, you know, mm-hmm. and just making sure that he has set her up for success every single day. Um, right. and, and even even when they had like an argument or things that wasn't going on the night before, you know, the next morning, it's going to be there. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't right. matter. You know, he's making sure that. So that that's kind of something that really stuck with me. And again, it was by watching him, you know, it wasn't in the conversation right. that we had. It was just seeing what he was doing and kind of trying, like you said, you know, mold myself after that. Um, and that's what and that's what I'm saying for for every young man out there. You know, some of them who don't have that role model, who don't, who doesn't have a father figure in the house or something. It's just, you know, you can you can grab and you can get positive, you know, traits and you can pick up traits from. I mean, I picked up traits from my sisters. You know what I'm saying? I picked up traits from my auntie. I picked up traits from coaching staff. You know what I'm saying? You can you can see the good and the bad in everyone and right. just kind of weed it out and mold yourself. You know, I, at a young age, I kind of knew what I wanted to be as a man. You know, not necessarily as a my profession, I didn't, you know, all that that it can't be controlled, you know. But I know as a man, I want to be hard working, I want to be clean, I want to be, you know, on point. I want to, you know, take care of what I can take care of, you know, because so I always say like everything correlate. You got to take care of what you can take care of. So I mean, I knew as a man, that's just what I wanted for myself, and everything else will come, you know, later on. Everything else will come, you know, with hard work. So, um, so that's why I'm just telling, you know, just anybody, because a lot of guys, a lot of young guys I talk to are like I'm my mentor. They don't have father figures or something they may right. they may not come from that or they don't have so i'm telling you you know it's, it's it's not a bad thing to get around some women it's not a bad thing to you know to 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 model yourself after a coach a coach you know or, or a big brother you know just anybody you see doing certain things that you know that that that, that you feel like that's what you want to grow into you know you, you can take the you can take those things i mean i grew up around women and and i mean i, I feel like i'm as masculine as can come but i took a lot of traits from what what they may do or what what I see them do as I was coming up in, uh, yeah, you know, that kind of what helped me be who I am. Yeah. And I, and I totally can relate to you on that when I, I grew up majority around women. Yeah. Like my dad was like, I always say that I was very blessed to have my dad in the house again, but we didn't have like a lot of those heart to hearts or those deep conversations. Um, the majority was my mom, my sisters. I had, you know, three or four cousins right. that was living out of all female and, and all those things and kind of seeing, you know, again, you know, what, what they kind of, wanted from a man and the things that they were looking for how they were treating all those things to kind of help me identify like you said like who I wanted to be and and the type of man that I wanted to be when I was growing up and how I wanted to treat women and and, and all those things by seeing that influence around me um and 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 you know as we say you know growing up having good traits is a good thing it's also important to have very strong morals that we abide Mm -hmm. by and hold near and dear to our hearts so for you what do you think are some of your key morals that you live by on a day-to-day basis on a day-to-day basis, I'll probably say just treat people nice, just, just treat people kind, um, just putting that positive energy out, you know, because it all it, it'll just come back. You know, I don't like keeping negativity around me. Uh, I'm not gonna be negative. I'm not gonna have a bunch of negative people around me. I like go-getters. I like people who gonna, you know, who gonna come with a problem and gonna sit down and figure out what the solution is. I'm not gonna sit there and nag about the problem or what's this. Right. All right, this is the problem. What are we gonna do to figure it out? You know what I'm saying? So. That's just my biggest thing. Just try to spread like that positivity. Keep that positive energy around you, because because things happen. Doors open just for you saying hello, having a smile on your face, meeting different people. Um, it just opened new doors for you, man. I mean, I, I done sat in rooms with some people. I might have met them first time meeting them, and just me being positive, them having positive vibes. We don't we don't connect on business levels, and uh, it's just things like that. So that's that's probably my biggest thing in there. Like I always tell the young guys, man, just everything correlate, everything correlate from I live by that from like waking up in the morning, making my bed, you know what I'm saying? Or 
getting a haircut every week, washing my car every other week or something like that. It's like all the finite details, all the little things add up to the big things. So when you take care of business, when you take care of your small things and small business, so you always on point, got a consistent schedule, taking care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? It flows into the big things. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if I can see, I see, I can see how somebody live, and I can tell, okay, yeah, he, he, he's not somebody that gonna take care of the business when it need to be taken care of because hey, you can't turn it on and off. You know, I done tried. I done tried to, well, I do this, this big, so I'll make sure I do that. But then all the little things, I'm, I'm slipping. You can't turn it on and off. You got to you got to just build a habit of always taking care of your business to where it's just like it becomes you. It's one of your traits. So I try to instill that in myself and, you know, just anybody I, I speak with. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think, um, you know, two things that you said there, like before, one thing that you said, like not living with any negativity and stuff. And that's something that I, that I preach for myself. And I strongly believe in, right? One of my models I always say is, right, every moment of that you spend in a negative feeling, you know, upset, angry, you know, pissed off, whatever, is a moment of happiness you're never going to get back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I try to live it, you know, just try to, you know, have more positive times and more joyful times in my life than the negative because I don't want to look back at my life and just seeing all those pitfalls and all that negative energy that I was holding on to for no for no reason. Yeah, I'll say this. I'll say this about that. I'll say this because, I mean... You can't control, you know, life is life, man. You can't control. All you can do is right. control what you control. So just that's that's always something to control what you control because I'm always expecting the negative. I'm always expecting something to go wrong. So when when I I never get too high, I never get too low, but I'm always expecting something to go wrong. So what I what I tell people, you just keep a, a level head. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just keep a level head. Just keep a level head. You know what I'm saying? And when something go wrong, expect things to go wrong. Because when it does go wrong, if you got a level head and you expect it, you already three steps ahead. Yeah. So a lot of times, if something something go wrong in my life or something went left that I can't control, you can't control it. So I cry about it. I'm already three steps ahead. I already thought it out. So now I'm just gonna make the next step. Or I'm a, I'm a I'm a find a solution that I kind of already thought about. I was already you know what I'm saying planning for it, so I can get things back on track instead of a lot of people wallow in it. Start yeah. feeling sorry for themselves, crying is you can't control that. So don't so don't get upset, but you know, handle the situation. Cause sometimes like if you if you if you already thought it out and you and you plan for the failure, you know what I'm saying? I know it sounds crazy, like why well, plan to fail, but if you plan for things to go left, as soon as it go left, you can correct it. But if you don't plan for it or if you let it beat you down too much when it does go left, I mean, you, you you might miss your window of opportunity to correct certain things, and I don't, I'm only speaking on that because that happened to me most of the time. There's many stories I could tell where something went left, and if I probably would have cried about it for a week, I couldn't have got it back on track because I, I only had a week to get it right back on track. So, right. you know, it's, it's it's things like that. So, I mean, you just gotta control the controllable, just control the controllable. Yeah, and, and I know what you mean too. I, I I get teased a lot too. My family just joking around because I'm the type of person too. I think about you know when something new is gonna happen or I'm, I'm facing a different situation. I'm always the one to think you know worst case scenario this could happen or worst case scenario this goes down and and, and I always do that because like you said if I if I kind of already plan for the worst case scenario I'm not stuck like a deer in headlights. Yeah, I mean like you're frozen, you don't make a move, and you just sitting there like look dumbfounded. And I don't want to be in that. I don't want to be caught in that position. You know, so I kind of always try to prep ahead and kind of because, again, hey, you know what? If it don't go left, great. You just had a great time and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And whatever when it's planned. But if it does, at least you kind of have some sort of action plan in place so that you're not stuck. Um, So I totally, totally agree with you there. And also, like you were saying, too, is I think what you as far as like the traits and characteristics and the morals you're talking about. 
Um, consistency, man. Consistency is key in anything and everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And I, I really uh, like with my show, man. I take it, you know, a huge thing on that one because it's one of those things where I sat down to myself and I was like, when I started this, you know, every week I got to sit down with somebody. I got to put out something, some sort of content, a couple. You know what I mean? Like it, it's. I got seven days in a week. I could always do something one day, you know, at least to get something out there. And by doing that and setting that expectation for myself, I see the growth that I've done in just a year, you know, which is incredible because, again, like we said, that too, just remaining consistent, staying on the path, staying the course, you know, about that. Of course, there have been bumps along the way and things that may have, um, that could have deterred me or set me off my track. But I said, you know what? I, I made a commitment to myself. I got to be consistent. You know what I mean? Next week is a new week. And going out there, and I think that's something that we need to reinstill um, into the younger generation, uh, as you're saying, because there's so much instant gratification now. It's ridiculous. You know, there's so much instant gratification in this world so that people don't understand or like the youth has forgotten what it is to be patient, what it is to really work for something, what it is to, you know, go out there and grind and, and really make something happen, you know? Man, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so far ahead with, with my moves and with my thinking and my planning. Um, I thought every move out, like I'm, I'm three years ahead right now. You know what I'm saying? And that's what that's that's what I get up in the morning for. You know what I'm saying? I don't see how a grown man can wake up in the morning with no kind of ambition, no kind of goal in mind. I I kill myself if I didn't have anything to work towards. You know, so I gotta have something. That's that just me. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sound like that is extreme, but like I, like what do you get up? What's your purpose in the morning? Why are you doing something? So like I got a goal. You know, I'm I'm always planning ahead. So it's like. It's like you gotta you gotta celebrate them small victories. I plan ahead and I just work backwards and I celebrate the little small victories as I'm getting to where I'm going. Because if you look at the long game and the longevity of what you're trying to achieve, it'll be discouraging. Because like man, you know I got to, that's 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 a lot I got to do from here now from from mm-hmm. from, from now to then. But you know if you, you break it down to little increments and just celebrate the small victories, I mean you you you'll look back like man, like man, I'm proud of myself. You know what I'm saying like. I look at old pictures of myself like, man, hey, that boy's working with no, no end goal in sight. Like, with the end goal in sight, but, you know, it was no certainty. You know, right. so he was working, like, and, and it paid off. You know what I'm saying? So that's just kind of, that, that's what I tell him, man. You got to have something in mind. You got to have something that's going to that's gonna get you up in the morning. Absolutely. Gotta, and I, I've, I've been there, man. I've been in that position. I've been, um, and two of the things that you said that I, I can definitely relate to as far as, Waking up and really not feeling like I have a purpose, you know, or just not sure where I'm supposed to be or what I'm supposed to do. And part of that was because I was stuck in the negative feelings that was going on. You know, I was just laid off from my job um, unexpectedly and I was just pissed off about that. And it was just a constant complaining about so many different things, you know. Mm And because of that, I I, I, I believe I missed out on a, on several things, you know, and, and just keys that could have made me happier, enjoy times with my life that I should have, and things that I can't get back. But I also glad again because it's a learning lesson, right? And I start to see, and now that I, like you said, when I when I found what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing, what what I what I found my passion, my ambition, something I want to drive towards, it's a whole different kind of mentality, you know. You're driving you, the journey becomes fun you know you're just right. loving to see what's going to happen and, and and seeing what the next turn is going to take because you know 
celebrating the small victories too. Yeah, like and that, that's very key that we you know we can't get caught up so much on the end goal that we forget to enjoy the process. Right, 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 and, right. And, and celebrate those things because it's those it's those small victories that we celebrate and, and those things that we acknowledge that give us the fuel to want to keep going a little bit more. You know, because if we stay focused on the end goal and we're not seeing like like perfect example, right? People going to the gym, right? They go to the gym a week and they surprise they don't see a six pack and then they quit. Like it's gonna take time. You know, you gotta go out there and grind, you gotta go out there and put in the work and the effort and struggle. Um mm-hmm. And understand. You got to fall in love with the process. You got to enjoy the process. You got to find that. You got to enjoy that, the process of it. Because if you just want the results of everything, or you just like looking for the results and trying to like find, you know, happiness and just seeing results, uh, you know, you're going to slack on that process. So you just got to enjoy the process and be disciplined and be, um, you know, consistent with your process and, and anything. Uh, and then the end goal is just, it's the icing on the cake. That's the that's on come. That's the definite. Um, when you fall in love with that process. Yeah, I heard this quote recently that that really resonated, man, and it, it goes perfectly right now. And it goes, um, "The person who loves to run runs farther than the person who loves the destination." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I mean, that's that's it. That's it. I talk to the young guys like in the middle school. Would be like, if I told you how far you got to run right now, you're not going to want to run that. But if you just started running. You know what I'm saying? If you had music playing and you just running and, and with no end goal, like if you don't know, like, oh, I'm not, I don't got to go a mile, and you just started running, probably run two miles. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like that. Just that's just how it is. You, I mean, your mind you just got to be mentally tough to just just start something and, and get through it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and then yeah. go back on early in this conversation, you were talking about um, the different influences in your life. Like you said, you know, your sisters, your moms, your coaches. Um, and several of them, you know, people out there in the community. Now, I, the one person I didn't hear was your father. Now, what, what was your relationship oh. with your dad like? Oh, me and my dad. Me and my dad, cool, man. We solid. Um, it just kind of more on a more emotional aspect of everything. It wasn't necessarily that with him. He didn't really have it with his father, so he didn't really know how to show me that. Um, but, I mean, everybody not perfect. And I've seen... I, I've seen he made attempts at it, and I've seen what he's tried to do for me, and um, and what he's done for me. And he's done a lot for me, and I love him to death, um, you know. But I'm saying, like, when I was just kind of coming into my own and just trying to figure out who I wanted to be as a man, I'm just saying it, it was just kind of more so looking towards really my mother or my sister, or like, I mean, I got some good friends around me that I might, I like what he do. I'm, 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 I'm gonna start doing that you know what i'm saying it, 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 nothing wrong with you know kind of following someone else until you, you become your own man you know what i'm saying so I, I wasn't that coming up so i just kind of followed the the, the, the role models that i had the leadership that i had my sister was really smart um she was really talented so you know i just i, I got into that you know both of them more so uh so i just kind of walked in there first i got an older brother as well and you know he taught me some things too, some good and bad. And it just, like I said, you just got to take it for what it's worth. I mean, and take it, take the little traits that you see that you want to instill in yourself and the ones that you don't, not knocking the person that's, you know, that you, you're, you're idolizing. Right. Because, you know, that's just something that, that's not going to help you get where you want to go. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I just picked that up as I, as I went along. I still do that to this day. When I'm finding some, some traits or certain things about myself I want to change, uh, I'm looking at the man who's doing it. It's like, oh, all right, I gotta pray. I got a couple guys right now that I just 
friends, friends of mine that's my peer, you know, the same age uh, that I look at like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like he doing, he doing some things all right, you know, uh, I could, I got to ask him certain questions in there, but, but yeah. Mm. No, definitely. And, and, you know, you said there's a couple things that, you know, you could take away from your dad. What do you think has been the, the, the biggest thing that you've learned out of your relationship with your father that you took from him? Um, my, my father just was a, was a hard worker. He's a, he's a grinder. So that's kind of why I got that, that attitude from he's, he, he don't make no excuses. He's not going to fall you down with, you know, complaints and why this going on, why that going on. He's just going to come to you with solutions, solutions and he's going to work hard. So that's kind of how I am. So like my mother kind of hates it a little bit because, you know, women, women sometimes they like to, you know, sometimes they just like to, you know, speak about their emotions, just talk about their day, complain about whatever, whatever, you know, uh, you know, just get off their chest. And then I'm always like, I'm always, I always got an answer. I always got a solution for it. Oh, X, Y, Z happened at work and my friend's doing this. Oh, well, you should just do that. Right, right. She, but she just, she just wanted to talk. You know, she just wanted to get off the chest. She just wanted to talk for a while. I'm coming straight to solutions. And that's just, so I, I kind of got to work on that, you know, um, you know, with my mom and my sisters and just women, you know, that, I, you know, regardless, friends or whatever, like, because they sometimes just want to talk, just get off their chest. And I'm just, I'm the type, oh, I need a solution right now. What's the, what's the problem? We can't talk about the problem all day. Like, mm-hmm. so, so, yeah. And that, I got that from my pops. Too. Yeah, I I feel the same way too. Just just even earlier today, you know, my you know my wife was going through some things, and, and I'm trying to just do that, like find a solution, give an answer. Like, what if we do this, that, or whatever? And she's like, I, I don't need you to have the answer. Like, I'm yeah, not asking you to have the answer, you nothing like that. Like, so don't feel guilty of that stuff. I just need you to listen, and you know, mm-hmm. just just to get off my chest. And I think that's that's just the thing that that as men we've been trained in this society so much that. You know, we can't cry. Don't show any emotions. Don't feel this. Don't feel that. Um, and and it has its, its its pros and its cons, right? You know, I think one of the things like that is that you know we're able to address problems and we're just so focused on on moving on those things. But on the other side too, a lot of times is that we suppress a lot of different emotions and feelings and things like that inside that start to eat at us over time because it's not really dealt with. Um, you know, and that's something that I think we 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 need to slowly work better on. On, mm-hmm. on being able to deal with that emotional aspect of that stuff. And again, it comes like from our dads and seeing that role model too. Like, you know, just my dad too. He wasn't really, I didn't really see my dad showing really any emotions until I got older. You know, as I was a kid mm-hmm. growing up, he was just so so stoic and just a hard worker going out there grinding, no complaining, nothing like that, like trying to find problems and solutions, um, but not really addressing, you know, if things made him upset or, or any of that things, you know. I'm aware human, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it happens, it happens. And sometimes you just got to vent too, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm still. That's 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 part of my development now. I'm still working on that. I, I'm not much of a. I don't. I don't really discuss. Like, I don't really express my emotions like that, especially to to other people. But I may be in the car. I might. I might get to yelling in the car, like you know, talking or you know, I talk to God about a lot about it. So that's probably a lot. You know, probably the only person I kind of like confide to or like you know, be emotional with it if I'm just talking to God. But other than that, I just. I keep a smile and just make everybody think everything cool because at the end of the day, man, I mean, I'm going to find a way to make sure that everything is going to be cool. So, so yeah, that's, that's, that's the main thing. Right. No, definitely understand. And, and, and as we know, right, you know, NFL safety going through all that stuff. And as you said, you talked about your coaches and mentors and things. Um, for beginning, man, let's start with this. What, what was it about football that, why, that, why you gravitated towards football? 
Um, okay, so I guess when I got when I was in high school, uh, I always loved the game. I got around some solid friends that enjoyed the game as well, just loved working out. So I was kind of doing it more so for the fun of being around them and just kind of, you know, because I like I just liked it. You know, I wasn't I wasn't. I mean, I could not have seen this far. Um, but it just opened like I allowed football to just like open up doors for me as far as like I didn't know what I wanted to go to school to be. I didn't know I wanted to do like engineering degree or whatever. Um, but I knew football was going to get me into school so I could figure it out once I got to school. So um, I, I, I'll say, man, football just kind of motivated me in that way because um, I didn't really know my next step. It, it always gave me time to figure out my next step. Even now, you know, it gave me time to figure out my next step for life after football because, you know, I'm in the real world after college um, and, you know, got to make certain steps with my degree. Right. But football gave, gave me time to do that. So um, so I think that that's, that's just my biggest thing. I mean, I just got around some guys that just that just love the game just like me and just like to work hard. So, I mean, that's why we got the player. That's why I kind of you know, enjoyed it. Yeah, and um, I've interviewed a couple of guys into sports and did a lot of things, and I think sports plays such a huge role in, in kind of molding and and uh, giving you things to deal with in life, right? And kind of prepping mm-hmm. you for the real world in different situations because there's a lot of adverse you got to face on the field and different things that you got to go through um, that can relate a lot to real life experiences and having good coaches and, and all those things along the way. So if if you had to look through your football career and think about that, man, who do you think has been the most influential coach you've had? Influential coach. Um, I, I had a I had a couple, man. I had a couple. I mean, my high school coach was great, Coach Nelson. You know, he was great. I had a coach, Coach Solomon. Um, uh, my coach right there in Arizona. He was cool, man. Good guy, good guy, man. Tell you, tell it to you straight. Um, uh. I had when I was at Savannah State, I had a coach. Man, I, I mean, I had a few. I can't just say like one or two coaches. I just had a few of them, and then just me being in different places. I was just learning, picking their brains. You know, just just kind of just learning from each coach that I've, I've been under. But I mean, I had I had a few coaches that, that that I just enjoy. I just like when they tell it to me straight. That's 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 my big thing. I just like when so anybody just tell it to me straight. You know, and, uh, and let me figure out how I'm gonna deal with. It. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm one of those type of like with my cousins and, and just a lot of people when I when I sit down and people come to me asking for advice or my opinions and things like that is I never like to really sway anybody's opinion, right? I don't want to influence your judgment at all. My goal is mm-hmm. to get you to think about all the different possibilities that could happen and really think about the consequences and all those things that come out and then allow you to make that decision, you know, give you whatever information I possibly can and put it in your hands. Like, well, this is the information you got now. What are you going to do with it? You know, and how you're going to mm-hmm. process that and implement it into your own life. I think that's that's just the best way to learn. Um, it's about going through mistakes and learning things. It's great to learn from mistakes from others as well. But, you know, when you go through your own pain and your own trauma and your tribulations, it really forces you and molds you to grow in different ways. So right. it definitely it needs to go through experience. And then also, I think the other reason is that is that, you know, when you give somebody that, that option, you give them the information, allow them to make that own decision. They got to live with that consequence. Got to be nobody else. They can't blame it on anyone else but themselves. Like they decided to make that choice, and now they got to kind of face and deal with whatever the outcome is. And that's something that they need to learn as well: being able to understand and accept your own choices um, and your mistakes, and learning to live and grow from them. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I kind of um, always have that. Like, you know, uh, nobody's gonna care as much as you care. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? 
I can I can sit and cry about how about about the loss that I've taken or how things how I came up short in the area, and they'll sit there. I can talk to somebody until they blew in the face, you know. So I'm blue in the face, and you know they'll console me and whatever for the whole time. But then once that conversation over, I still got to deal with that problem, you know what I'm saying? Right. But, you know, they just there for support. So I, so I feel like a lot of people, man, you just kind of like you, you you got to go on your own too and just get your own, you know, and just got to work work hard and get yours. And that's in whatever in whatever field aspect, whatever career you choose. I feel like at the end of the day, man, the end goal of life period is just to make a solid life for you and your your family, your future family, just whatever it takes to make that happen. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I got I have some friends from from Southern that that damn show could be playing in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? A couple of them didn't get the opportunity. COVID hit that year. It affected me as well, my first year. And so it was like, but you can't control that. And at the end of the day. They still got to make something for themselves. They still got to get out there and like just and, and, and make the, a be- the best possible life for them, for their situation, for their family and their future family. So that's what I'm always thinking about, regardless of football, whatever. Like I'm making the best. I'm setting up myself to make sure my future family is straight. You know what I'm saying? The future kids, the future wife, all that. So that's that's the thought when you go into a lot of this stuff. And I don't know if a lot of people think that way. I don't know if they always if they're thinking about what. The end goal, the future. Like at some point in time, you're gonna have that. And when, and when I have that, I want everybody to be fine. I want everybody to be well off. I want. Everybody, I don't want people to be struggling. I'm not having kids, and I don't need to have myself together. You know right, what I'm saying? Because right. like, kids not gonna struggle. So people just don't think ahead a lot. A lot of like the consequences of certain of, of their actions, and you just gotta you just you gotta think ahead. You know, you gotta just look at, look ahead of what what's to come. No, definitely, absolutely, man. It was good good to, to plan your future and. Because as we know, um, um, sorry, just just um, tomorrow's never promised, and I'm just getting a little choked up because I just had I just had a recent death in the family, and um, sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, thank you, thank you, and uh, it, it just it's 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 um, there's weighing in my head too. Um, we don't know what tomorrow's gonna hold for us, you know. We can't mm-hmm. push things off. We can't wait. We can't. Um, you know, think that it's going to get better overnight. You know, we got to take action. We got to, like you said, plan ahead and take action and do what we have to do to make things happen for us because we never know. Um, this is a cool, like I said, too, you know, because everybody's going to have a last day. We just don't know when that is, you know, and that's a scary part. So we got to do the most that we can up until that point. Um, uh, but 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 on that note, too, and like I said, it's just football. I know like a lot of things and a lot of people who who – Especially a lot of kids who don't have their dads in their lives or grow up that way, turn to sports, and they have their coaches and their father figures to kind of teach them about life and what's going on. Um, you know, for you, what do you think has, has been, you know, one of the biggest things you learned from football? Looks like I might have lost them, everybody. Um, give me a moment. I'm gonna close this out and restart, and um, I'll be back in a second. Let me see if he. Yeah, let me close this out and I'll restart because it's not letting me uh let him back in. So.
There we go. My bad. <laughs> my mama called. You know, mama called. Uh, she ain't taking the, uh, you know, I, can I call you later? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not taking that. So just had to tell her, oh, my mama called you right back. She's going to keep calling until I tell her something. No, nah, no. Nah, all right. No, nah, definitely, man. I appreciate that. I understand. So, um, uh, so I was just saying that there just too, like I know like a, a lot of kids in and um you know who don't have their dads or male role models and like they join to a lot of sports and they have their coaches and things like that to rely on them and teach them about things about life. Uh, for you, mm-hmm. what do you think is some of the things that you that that football has taught you about life or that you can apply into your life? Um, never don't get too high with the highs, don't get too low with the lows. Um, I can stay real mellow, real mellow. Um, I enjoy life, though. I enjoy my time. I enjoy what's going on. But, like, uh, just always be, like I told you, just expect, you know, be prepared for, you know, setbacks, be prepared for uh, failure. Just um, just keep a level head. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing because, I mean, when you're in the game, you're in a pressure situation or, or it's a lot going on or uh, the game's on the line or, or you was just up by 21 and you think you're about to win this game and, and they done came back and it's, and it's, it's a lot of pressure and the game's about to flip and you're about to blow a lead or something. Just all that. But it's just like, just can't get too high with the highs, can't get too low with the lows and, um, and just got to keep a level head. Like I said, and, um, and, it just, and it just always taught me just, just to work hard. Cause like I told you, just everything correlates. And, and for me, and I tell a lot of people that, and you know, if, if anybody here listens to it, they're like, man, he can say that all the time. Cause I mean, it just everything. I go to my locker, my locker clean, keep my locker a certain way. My room, wake up, keep that a certain way. My bed, you know, made my car, keep that a certain way. It just, it just little things like my appearance, you know what I'm saying? Getting a haircut, everything. It's just little things like that. As a man, I feel like you should do to keep it, keep up with yourself, to keep your, you know, your self image, to keep, you know, your confidence. And then just, just also just to present yourself in, in, in a certain type of way, in a certain type of light. And then taking care of all your small things, and so you're handling all your business, you know, elsewhere. Um, so that that's just me. I mean, I'm just consistent. Um, I mean, I like to keep things in you know, organized, you know, orderly fashion. Just make sure I take care of all my business. So, and I think football taught me that. And as I was learning that off the field, I brought it into football even more. As far as the team, because they're not, you know, you, you got to be on time. You got to take notes. You got to do. It. And it's like you can't just flip a switch. I'm gonna be this great athlete I'm gonna be attentive I'm gonna take notes I'm gonna watch this film you know I'm gonna make the best for myself on the film on the, on the field and then come back to your house and, and, your, and your house ain't in order you know what I'm saying and you, you ain't going to class and all that's not in order you know what I'm, I'm not the best student I wasn't the best student but I just always took care of business I feel like so I mean that's just what I say from football to real life whatever just, just being someone that handles you know, their business Absolutely, I think when when you said that too, just about keeping a level head and and, and not taking the highs with the highs and stuff, it just brought me back to that interview when they were interviewing Kobe and they just went up two nothing in the series, and he's like, "You're not happy," and he's like, "What for? Like, job's not finished." You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, and then that was key. You got to stay focused, right? Because again, it could, as we seen, that could quickly turn around. You know, teams come back and just just do surprising because you get too comfortable, and then you're not. Being as effective as you should be, you know what you got to do, and that's where mistakes happen. So, I think that's very, very important for everybody to understand too. Just keep a level head. I, I'm one too that I um I do my best and did a lot over these last couple of years to really understand and master my emotions, um, mm. so that you don't react spontaneously to certain things or, or let them consume you. Because again, the, the first reaction may not always be the best reaction. 
Um, right. And you just got to take a moment, see how it is, and don't let your, your feelings consume you or let anybody else you know, control your feelings or let you feel a certain way because the moment somebody else can manipulate your feelings, they own you. That's how I feel. Right? They, they own you. They got this power over you that you ain't going to get back until you learn how to master your feelings. So I think that's that's key, like you said, is, is really you know keeping a level head, being able to maintain, and also um, being consistent. Again, that's, that's, that's what I'm getting a lot from you, and I think it is just so important as you see how consistency affects and impacts every single aspect of your life. You know, if you do that full circle all around all that stuff, then you, you said you can keep making those little victories that's going to achieve, you know, and get you to that to that big win for you. So, um, yeah, as we wind it down here for you, man, D-Red, I got two more questions for you um, before I let you go. Um, right. You know, first thing is, right, after everything that you've learned in school, you know, football, you know, just your life experience and all those things, um, what do you think has been the best advice you've received from anybody during that time? advice I received um I think I might have I might have gave I might have already given you that advice just um as far as just you know saying taking care of the small details paying attention to the small detail um and like I don't nobody gave me this advice but I give this advice all the time because like I said find that goal find that end goal find you know when they say, I don't know, shoot for the stars, land on the moon, whatever they yeah, call it. Yeah, I would it. say that, shoot for the moon, and if you fall short, you land amongst the stars. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, basically that. But I just always find that end goal, and man, work your way backwards. You know what I'm saying? Write it down. Write it down. Write them steps down. Write everything down that you want to do, what you want to achieve, where you want to be at in life. You know what I'm saying? And, and shoot, for that, shoot for that goal. Like I said, you just got to break it down into to small increments and, and, and steps and Celebrating small steps because that end goal was far. That end goal was tough, and I mean, I mean, from everything I've been through, I, I had to sit down and like shed a tear one time, really twice, off of what I've done and how far I came and like what I've had to go through. I had to just reflect um, on, on everything I did because I, I deserved that. I deserved that time to sit and reflect because of everything I did. You know, what I'm saying how far I came um, and how easily it could have went left. So. That's what I say, man. Just uh, find that end goal. Work hard toward that end goal. You know, write your steps down and celebrate your victories because that'll motivate you to continue to go, you know, reach that next goal and that next goal and that next step and whatever it is. And, um, and you know, just as you do that, uh, you're going you're gonna to sit down one day, you're going to look back like, man, like, this is where I'm at. This is you know, how far I came. Like, that's crazy. And I still be like, man, that's crazy how far I came. And, you know, I enjoy it for a second, and but I got another three-year goal in mind right now that I'm working towards. So, um, so yeah. No, I, I can totally relate and understand. And I, and I think I started to, to like, understand more, you know, as you see, like, people winning the Super Bowl, winning these championships and these teams and how emotional they get and they're crying. And a lot of times, you know, people ridicule guys for crying or, like, you know, it's just a game and, and you know, saying all these things like that. And the oh. – the, the the biggest thing I come to realize, like I, I was going to to school, right? I started going to college. I wanted to go to school, um, uh, you know, show my kids that they can do it and all this stuff. And uh, it was like three years, man, just going in there, going to school, these things, and so many things is happening, and you know, failing classes, the the pre- you know, going into depression, having anxiety attacks, um, you know, nearly f- failing a couple classes, all these things, the ups and downs, like all this stuff. 
And then I remember, and it's something that I'll feel that I'll never forget when I went to go fill out all the paperwork for graduation and they gave me all the stuff in a ceremony. I remember getting back to my car and I could not stop crying, man. Just all this emotion, all this stuff. Like I was just so proud and just like, oh my God, like it was just a wave of uncontrollable emotion because right. of everything that you had to put in and nobody sees your journey, right? Nobody knows what you're doing in the background. Nobody, so nobody can, can, can say anything to you once you achieve your goal or whatever feelings you got to feel. Um, right. But right. you got to go through those things. You got to understand the journey. You got to love the process. And when you get to that angle, like you were saying, man, it's just a feeling of, of that, that it's indescribable. It's a feeling. It's a feeling. And you just got to sit and reflect. I, I had to reflect on five years of planning. I had to sit back and reflect on I forgot some steps. I look back through my picture and I'm like, man, I forgot that. I forgot I went through that. I forgot I did that. But um I mean, yeah, and that's because I broke it down into certain certain steps for myself that like, I was just achieving the goals. I mean, I didn't even go to my college graduation because I was making my next step into grad school. So I I mean and I, it just it just it just it's just all about the proper planning when you want to make when you want to make, you know, when you want to achieve certain goals and you want to make that, that next step and just anything. You want to character development. If you're trying to you know, be a better man, be a better person, be a better whatever, um, you know, achieve something in your career, in your life. I mean, I, I look at certain things that I feel like every day that I'm, I'm, that I feel like, man, I want to be this type of guy. I want to work hard to be this type of guy. I try to build a routine and just be consistent and being that guy, you know, and, um, I mean, as long as you think it, like if I think, all right, I'm this guy, I'm this, I'm gonna do this, I'm, you know, pair myself like this, um, you'll become it, you'll become it. So that's just why I be telling a lot of guys, and I got, a, I got a friend right now, like you know, uh, like my little brother, and I just kind of tell him little things, like, hey man, you know, make up your bed and, and put your clothes up, and it don't be dirty, um, you know, hey, get a haircut, you know, we about to get a haircut, you know, come on, let's get a haircut, you know, I take care of whatever. It's just building that little. You know, attention to detail and just taking care of yourself. You're gonna be like, "Oh man, I look good. I, I, I want my car to look good. Okay, well, yeah, my car look good. I, I want, I want my room to look good. Okay, everything's taken care of. Now you just been to have yourself, just taking care of your business. And now it's just like, man, okay, that's who you are now. And you just build that habit. So when, and people just see that, and that, that, that. I mean, that aura just you know rubs off on on the next person. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But yeah, that, that, that's that's just the big thing. You just start off with them small details, man. The small details, and people don't pay that much attention. But that's them small details that I mean, I tell you, as soon as I go to a woman's spot, I'm going straight in their bathroom, and that's going to tell me everything I want to know. You know <laughs> I can look at front lifting, you know what I'm saying, and and the, you know I can look at what you your appearance, and I can tell like, okay, she don't take much time to take care of herself, you know what I'm saying. So right. I know. You know, I they just tell you, you know, tell you everything you got to tell you everything. Tell you everything you got to know, man. Tell you everything you got to know. I tell my boy, first thing I look at when I see a woman is her hair and her feet. And I tell you everything you got to know. Tell you everything you need to know. Go in their bathroom. That's it, you know. But I'll tell you, man, if you just be vigilant, man, it's a lot. It's a lot you can, it's a lot you can pick up. No, absolutely, man. Being vigilant, keeping your eyes open, really reading the signs and, and, and keeping an open mind um, will definitely take you a long way. And so... Um, you know, thank you, D-Ruff, for all your information, man. I appreciate you sitting down with me and having this conversation. Um, as you said, you know, a couple key things that I take away from your conversation is really consistency, one of them. And like you said, you know, just, just taking all the small steps to really take care of yourself. Uh, and that's another big thing that I think we need to to focus on um, is that, like you said, you know, taking care of yourself. You know, get a haircut, do the things that make you feel good and make you look right and get you in that right state of mind because, 
you are what you think you are right mm-hmm. so that that that's how you just have to treat yourself so if you, if you don't treat yourself right then you're not going to be right in any different way in your life and it's going to show like you said that to the people around you um and and to quote one of my um one of my mentors, June Archerman, that's your brand. You know, you got to make sure you represent your brand properly, your name, your appearance, everything like that, because you represent so many different people. So you want to make sure that you you always come and correct. So, um, right. you know, again, thank you for all the information that you provide us tonight, man. It was an honor talking to you, man. I wish you the best of luck, man. I hope to talk to you soon again. I man. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Just hit me. We can do this again sometime. Absolutely, man. So everybody, like I always say, man, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, your big brother loves you. Stay blessed, everybody. All right, y'all.